All right, welcome back. Oh, there you yes, go. Sir. We're better now, right? Yeah, I can hear you, Jay. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Sorry about that, man. These boards, they need some upgrading. But other than that, welcome back, everybody. This is Los Angeles Saga Show here on 22 West Radio, 88.1 FM, KKJZ, HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. And this is the Los Angeles Saga Show. My name is Jerry Reynoso alongside Jonathan Ortega. We were uh, previously talking about LAFC and their big win against Colorado this past weekend a Vela hat trick and we're going to continue on the discussion about Vela mm-hmm. uh, as there's a apparent contract talks going on yep. no possible extension what are you thinking about that what a coincidence right yeah. the guy scores a hat trick all of a sudden people want to talk contracts yeah right? exactly man but I think it's very warranted there's nothing that Vela has done yet at least I don't think he would do anything that take, like makes us think he's not worthy of a contract the dude's balling at a top level already and he loves the city he shows it. He talks about it. So, yeah. So there was actually, a, and the funny, the irony, and the you know, just a little bit of a flex and jab, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Twellman was on the uh, broadcast for the Galaxy, an NYCFC game uh, at halftime, and he was chatting up with John Champion, saying that uh, you know, there's some discussions going on. Basically, I have the full quote here that I'm pulling up. Uh, but he that he wasn't that he wouldn't be surprised if you know an agreement comes within the next few weeks. Uh, Taylor Twelman is is a reliable guy. Yeah, he's a really really reliable guy for sure. Transfers and MLS, United States goes. He's up there. Yeah, for sure about that one. Uh, The reception here is absolutely terrible. I'll let you guys know right now, (laughs) but I have it right here. Uh, From Taylor Twelman, this is completely quoted on the on the broadcast. He says, "I am under the impression they are into negotiations about a contract extension, and I just think Carlos Vela having the best stretch of his career when he showed up to LAFC and that 2019 year when he stole the show with Slatan here in LA. I just think he needs to be very smart with understanding that LAFC have done well by him. He's done well by LAFC. I'd be shocked if there isn't a marriage for another 18 to 24 months in the next few weeks." So that's some pretty promising stuff some right there, news. man. You know what I mean? And then it also it was also previously stated, uh, I believe on Friday, the day before <clears throat> the uh, game against Colorado, that he wants to stay in the press conferences. Yeah. They were saying, you know, the, and he was saying, you know, if if it's good for business and you know LAFC wants me and I want to stay, you know, uh, if the deal can be made, then let's make it happen. You know, I love LA. That's basically what he said. And there's yep. no other way to put it. Um, a biggest thing for me too is that. There was a lot of people within the past few years, especially since Vela's injury has very basically made him very absent, mm-hmm. uh, that in a way showed to the fans that, oh, man, Vela doesn't care anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's really – I don't think that's ever been true. I don't just think so either. Just simple fact that he's just been hurt, so yeah. he hasn't been able to be out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, some, ple- some players always get those nagging injuries what takes them away from the team or whatever. But you could, you could tell he wants to be there. Yeah. He seems very involved with the team, captain – like I don't there's no reason why LAFC would not want to race sign him he's proving everything he's proving his worth on the field as well as in the community as how he talks it's just a perfect match I don't know I don't even know what he could do afterwards he proved it in the 50th minute yeah I believe in the 50th minute when he got that hat trick bro yeah like 50 minutes into the season he's been out for the past year not doing his best Mm -hmm. not knowing the only glimpse that we had of, of him and his true self in the previous you know, previously was um, the CONCACAF Champions League run, mm-hmm. you know, and he had just came back from injury during that time. He was bomb. You know what I mean? So, like, imagine if, you know, just 
again, we're playing what ifs, mm-hmm. which isn't always fun to play with, and probably we shouldn't be playing it. But just saying, what if he never got injured? You know, how many mm-hmm. would a MLS Cup be evident in LAFC's trophy cabinet by now? Conca you know what I mean? Conca Champions League would have been a thing. But I, again, it's what if. So mm-hmm. uh, now we're in the now. Mm-hmm. And right now, Vela is still playing top tier. He's mm-hmm. healthy as of right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, knock on wood, that he stays the same and he's good to go. Um, but yeah, if I think it, you know, it's pretty much to me sealed for an opportunity for a contract extension. But to get the full black and gold stamp of approval, I think he needs to show out this Sunday against Portland. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say another Big, bigger game, a bigger game. It's against a bigger opponent. Not to say, you know, Colorado is not a big opponent, but mm-hmm. we do have some bad blood with Portland over the years. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely somebody that we always look forward to, uh, not only competing, but welcoming to the bank for a thrashing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, Also, they made the finals last year. So that too. it's a good standard to hold yourself yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're talking about, too, during the game is that, you know, LAFC, you know, Vela. Yep. Vela almost single-handedly destroyed Colorado yeah. and Colorado were the Western. I like to say Western Conference regular season champs because they had the best record in the regular season mm-hmm. for Western One Conference. Feet and whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, man, this should this Sunday should be a lot of fun. And and actually, you know, speaking of Portland, there was a lot of games that were going on in the MLS this week in mm-hmm. the week one. Big opening. Big opening games. Game uh, a lot of games that were big on paper, but didn't really you know come out mm-hmm. as hype as we thought. We like that. Gotta say the NYCFC Galaxy game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. As an MLS fan, you're looking, not even just an LAFC fan, but as an mm. MLS fan, you're looking like, oh, Douglas Costa, this European giant, he's yeah. coming to, you know, this is the, the next slot. champion. Yeah. Castellanos. Exactly, bro. So it's like, oh, this game be good. Nah, bro, that was a stinker, man. <laughs> I had a homie that went to the game. He was like, bro, they told me at midfield it was going to be dope. I'm sitting at midfield. This is a terrible game. Ooh. Yeah, man. And it, I mean. It was pretty it, it was boring. It was there's boring. No, there's no way to put it. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, yeah, man, it was definitely a stinker. Uh, but I but think, there was, but there was a lot of good games around the league. Either there way, was, though. yeah, and I think one to point out was that Portland game against mm. ooh, New like, England. Yeah, New England. New England or DC? Let me go ahead and pull that up. I think it's New England. I was watching it too. I don't no, know. No, DC won. DC so beat New England. DC beat Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte, who are welcoming the Galaxy next week in their first home opener, which is uh, projected to break the single, uh, the most yeah attendance record, record in an MLS season game, regular yeah. season game. So Panther ba- Stadium at, at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that should be a good one to look forward to. I mean, the people of Charlotte don't really got much to see in the Panthers, so come support. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Poland played New England, and from what I remember, Yimi Chara, Yimi Chara, the Chara brothers who never seem to age, man. Mm-hmm. They're always. They're all they had the fountain of youth in their backyard and they just keep sipping it, man. Because yep. Yimmy Chara scored a beautiful bicycle kick uh, for the equalizer, so that was a great game overall. Yeah. Um, I've always been a big Yimmy Chara fan. As a guy that watches a lot of Comebol in Peru and Argentina, you know, Colombia's always got dude. Him and Luis Diaz on the wings are very solid. Yeah, no doubt about that one. That's definitely something we got to keep an eye on. Uh, Santiago Moreno is also somebody that we have to keep an eye on in terms of Portland heading into this upcoming weekend's game. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Dairon Aspria as well. You know all mm-hmm. those little Colombians and and you know we have our fair share as well. So it's yeah. gonna be a definitely a, a nice clash between a, us two. A battle of the parses. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a 
la batalla de parceros, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's better. No doubt about But yeah, those who are listening in, go ahead and give us a call and let us know how you guys feel about this upcoming game this Sunday against the Poland Timbers at 7 p.m. Uh, at the bank. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Number is 562-985-5140. Again, it's 562-985-5140. One yeah. small note, since we're on the on the topic of Portland, the kits. You said you wanted to see it in person. What are your impressions? Dude. Second best kid in the league. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going out for that. I, okay. I, right after LAFC, second best kid in the league. I saw... You know, running uh, Tui Loma, one of the wingbacks or, or the defenders for Portland, mm-hmm. running with it. I'm like, bro, that, that's just it's clean. It's dude. beautiful, bro. I always liked it at first. Like the ro- I like the roses. It's I fun. like it, but just seeing it in person and action, yeah. like that, that's a confirmation for me. You yeah. Know what plus I mean? the roses are like the same color as the short. I think it. Yeah. It's a good ensemble. Yeah, exactly. So I really dig that. Uh, the NYCFC one, it, it confirmed that I didn't like it. So mm. I was like, ah, maybe it'll work on me. Then I saw him play. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> no, we straight. No good, no good aspects. Yeah, I'm that. saving my money on that one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, that Portland kid looked really nice, man. Portland kid was I, nice. I like to wear that with some uh, going on a date or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? It's formal. Okay, a little, <laughs> formal. Summer, little summer date. Yeah, flowers. you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, dude, this game against Portland should be a great one. And uh, we have a lot of... Um, great matches against Portland mm-hmm. but one of the most memorable ones that for me at least that most people don't really talk about is that open cup match in 2019 where we lost them to get knocked out in like the quarterfinal um, so that was disappointing but the reason why I remember it so much is because it was 2-1 to one in the 90th minute and Vela was in the penalty box and there was just a pop up fly ball right there and he decided to hit a bicycle kick mm-hmm. and I want to say it was Steve Clark uh, in goal saves it man mm. yeah or hits the post something like that it, regardless unlucky. Vela didn't make it unlucky yeah unlucky shot but man if that would've went in bro that's just another reason adding to uh, this another, possible contract another extension. what if dude. yeah so <laughs> exactly many what ifs. so many what ifs man turn those what ifs into yep happens happens you know what I'm saying like what if again <laughs> what if Latif Blessing didn't miss that penalty mm. in the US Open Cup that first year yep you know what I mean so we could we could we could play we're, what ifs forever yeah we, we could really play all day to. man but we only got about 29 minutes in this hour so we're gonna <laughs> keep this going um but yeah A- any other games that stood out to you around the league other games there was the there was um I watched Orlando against man, let me try to remember Orlando against I know they won Oh, Montreal. Mm. That one stood out to me because I was like, okay, Montreal got a big win against the... Dude, I got to remember these games, man. They played the Champions League. Gonna cut off. I know yeah, they, yeah. I don't know they played Champions playing. League. Let me try to remember, man. It's been... See, that was when you were... Oh, Santos Laguna. There you go. Santos. Yeah, they played Santos big Laguna. Team. Big Liga Mekis team. Uh, and they thrashed them. Mihailovic. Uh, mm-hmm. Romero Kyoto. They all they all did their thing there, man. Mihailovic uh, is good. You know, I like that He's guy. really good. And so I was like, all right, let me see how they could do this in the MLS, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't replicate. And that's, that was that was the uh, the sequence we saw this first week, mm-hmm. is that all the CONCACAF Champions League teams that are in the tournament, they didn't perform like they did in the Champions League, yeah. which... I mean, it's not easy. It only, isn't only easy. Only a two, three-day rest, yep. travel, all the COVID stuff. Dude, it's a hard process. So yeah, no doubt about that. You can, you can see why. Rapids as well, they look... Not full energy. Yeah, dude. That's, that's also, you know, especially they having to play 120 minutes and go to penalties in yeah. the snow. Like, And by the way, takes a lot that game was really good mm-hmm. against Comunicaciones. I really enjoyed watching that game. That was a lot of fun. 
uh and it's just like so much stuff happens in CONCACAF where it's like you can't play what ifs because like dude it, just, it happened bro like you know what i mean yeah. so that was uh definitely a joy to watch i tried keeping an eye on the chicago miami game because i really wanted to see how chicago would look shakiri shakiri and and jairo torres and all those guys but no nah, there was really nothing much there i will say though and then again going back to kits mm-hmm. miami needs black shorts we already confirmed oh, that yeah this we've, was, been, we've been talking about this. yeah they need black shorts for, for sure uh, the Charlotte DC United game, no. Uh, it did suck though, cause Charlotte scored a goal. It was got taken away. Got taken away, disallowed. Bar. Yep. New York Red Bulls went off on San Jose. San Jose. I mean, it's still the whole dispute that's going on with Matias Almeida and the board there. You know, yep. Matias wants the players that he wants, and they won't let him sign him. So I don't know. That's something that definitely needs to get resolved soon if they want to be known as contenders. They need to. They need to trust Matias, bro. If anyone needs to trust Matias, is those guys. Yeah, they can, bro. Shout you know out to River Plate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a game I was watching personally that I liked, uh, Nashville, Seattle. I liked it. It was only a 1-0 game, but it was entertaining. You got to see a lot of what Nashville has to hold, what Seattle. Um, they're always, like, borderline defending champions, so it's always a good measuring stick to see how you're doing against Seattle. And yeah, as well as Columbus. Shout out Columbus for that big dub. Yeah, they went off. They went rampant on on. Uh, see, I'm forgetting team names now. On uh, Vancouver, we were talking about mm-hmm. them earlier with Tony, <laughs> the mediocre club as we we called it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good game. Oh, and then the first game as well, the first game of the season, uh, Philadelphia versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Everyone was making such a big deal on like social media because Philadelphia scored the first goal of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, just, I don't know, I don't know. I guess you get a trophy for that or something <laughs> like that. But <laughs> a lot of people like we'll go get, wild we'll on that. A, we'll get them a plaque too. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but yeah, Columbus they uh won up us on that four zero win. Oh, and they looked really nice, you know. Lucas Elerian looked good. Etienne will look good as well. Etienne did look good. Yeah, so that's definitely a team to keep an eye on as in the Eastern Conference this season. Uh, and possible possible opponent. Mm-hmm. And come playoff time. And come playoff time for, I mean, uh, cup final, actually. MLS cup final, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely excited for this overall year because, again, we stated in the last show, not only did LAFC get better, but the rest of the league got good as well. Yep. Which is great for competition, which is great for, uh, you know, viewership and just great overall for the sport itself. It just grows the game even more. You got more eyes. You got more youth trying to be those players. It's just the MLS is growing and you you love to see the progress. Yeah, no doubt about that one. And then there was also the uh, also looked at the Toronto game against FC Dallas. Mm. I just want to see how this new uh, Broad Bradley side looked. Uh, the pre-Insignia era has begun mm-hmm. there. And it's like, okay, now is like a good time to see, okay, how good can this team play? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, until how can they hold together until Insignia comes in? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's no secret that Insignia. Uh, he's balling, bro. He's, he's a baller. Balling, he's balling for Napoli right now. Yeah. You, you Which would, is like. You would think he'd be on the on the downside but the dude is playing he's still doing his thing bro in europe and it's like he's still his whole intentions is toronto like he's prepping for toronto bro so that's pretty that's pretty scary because it's like you know coming the summertime you know let's say vela does get that contract extension that we're hoping for Mm -hmm. and that's like okay welcome to a new league now because there's this new guy that you have to keep an eye on Mm -hmm. in toronto fc and that's lorenzo insignia so let's see how that goes man and that's definitely a great plot to uh, 27th edition of the MLS season. Hey, and who knows? LAFC has that extra spot. 
Extra they DP did, spot they, available. They did get that money from Rossi. Yep. So and it's Weston too. Who even knows? Oh. We might even get a, a player over here. Okay, that's something hypothetically. we hypothetically. What if, yeah. what if another another what, what if? if and if that what if is to come true, summertime is when it's happening. Yeah. That's that's the time for reinforcements exactly. for sure. That's what I'm saying. Oh baby, we are some we are for some goodness right here, man. Getting, all, the, getting you all excited. For yeah. Heck yeah, I'm like <laughs> off off what ifs. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's also the uh, we were talking about during the game. It's like, man, we're winning three zero, and we're still missing some players that we could use on the pitch. Yo, you know, Chicho Arango wasn't in. Segura is still hurt, but we know how he is in his best form. Mm-hmm. And you know, Murillo. Oh, again, shout out to Murillo too, bro. They got another round of applause, bro. Because he they keep beating him up. <laughs> he bro. took a beat down on Saturday, dude. I don't know. They got some beef or something. <laughs> it came from a. Uh, they a, took it personal. A chop to the to the thigh, chops and then the two head. hit. Yeah, two shots to the head, and like after Jeez. the third one, he was like, "Yeah, I'm done, bro. Like it's cool." Yeah, for real. Let my man breathe, bro. Jeez. Yeah, man. So shout out to Murillo, man. Love you, bro. And also shout out Mamadou Fall. Very impressive uh, yeah. season debut. Yeah, no doubt about that one. Years old. Yeah, definitely looking to uh, seeing him grow in this club as many players. Like you know, that's definitely when I think of growth. I think of in LAFC. I think of Diego Rossi. And if there's anyone that I mean, again, you can't talk position wise, but in terms of the caliber of the player mm-hmm. and its potential growth, Mamadou Fall is the next Diego Rossi. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, so I'm looking forward to seeing Mamadou Fall continue to grow, especially this season, as he will. Um fight for a starting spot yeah he's definitely in contention he's definitely in contention and as he continues to ball out the way he does and the way he uh we know that he can Mm -hmm. then segura you know again i love that guy that's my brother right there but you know that's my partisero right there you call me um you know he's gonna be uh on the back on the wall a little bit you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but that's what we need at LAFC I was gonna is, say, is a healthy competition. Bro, competition is perfect, especially yeah. like a young guy that isn't even I don't think I don't think people really thought Mamadou Fall would ball out as a starter first episode. I mean, first game. Yeah. So like to see that it shows a lot of promise. Yeah, exactly. And then again, the back line just looks so comfortable, man. Mm-hmm. And again, we we got to see a, a, a barely a little taste, little sample size of a uh, Ryan Hollings head he came in at the 85th minute. Uh, so it wasn't much, but we got the clean sheet though. We got the clean sheet. That was that was a definitely uh, something that we wanted to have. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the three points, but can we keep that clean sheet? Also, I was talking about earlier um, when you were figuring out the call situation. Franco Escobar, bro. Yeah, baller, baller, and that's something that I've been telling you too, man. Yeah. I went to I went to the uh, New England uh, preseason game against LAFC at the bank. And that guy was like hungry, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. He kept the the plays alive. Like whenever it felt yeah. like oh the, it was over, nope, mm-hmm. back our ball again. He was up. He was the definition of ball retention. Just the ball was always in his feet, and whenever he let it go, he was able to receive it back as soon as he wanted. Yeah, not I waiting th- for the opportunity. He made the opportunity, which to me was like, wow, this yeah, guy. I can totally see how you were telling me um, last week. You were telling me how he has that hunger, that like garra, that South American thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? And you could totally see it on offense, on defense. He's sliding into tackles on 20 minutes in. You love to see it, especially uh, a right back. Yeah, definitely. So I'm really excited that, again, last season we had uh, Kim Moon Juan at that position. And we, uh, I mean, he's gone now, but Tristan Blackman. But again, this is very healthy competition. We have so mm-hmm. much depth. Yep. I totally forgot, I mean, probably not good, but I totally forgot we have players with the likes of 
uh, Latif Blessing that's coming in for Cifuentes to give him a breather. You know what I mean? He played played great for like the final 10 or 15 minutes that he came in. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's the thing that I've always wanted to with LAFC is that when a substitute comes in, we don't drop the level of intensity. You You don't keep that same same energy. That guy, bro, give me my fist pump. This guy just read my mind. Appreciate you for that one. Yeah, you got to raise that tenacity or, or, or keep, you know, mm-hmm. enhance it or keep it the same, you know? So those guys, you know, it's like the level of play doesn't stop. Completely and again, agree. that's why I say, you know, Chirundolo is my man of the match because mm. that high press from the attack mm-hmm. from Vela, uh, uh, Rodriguez, and Mahala, which was another surprise, dude. Mahala got a start. And, you know, he didn't get really much of action, but I always look at the off-ball transition as well. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it, too. There was a lot of switching, which we usually see. Very fluid. Very fluid switching between the three forwards. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that time where Mahalo's up center. Oh, now Velo's up center. Oh, switch the wings. Plus, I feel like that's that's a great way to play. Like, especially when a, a Trident 3. We know Vela's the big dog in the Trident 3 at, at any given point. So if he figures out, oh, I have this mismatch at right back, at left back, whatever, let him let him find out and figure it out. Yeah, I know that about that one. So, yeah, it was it was definitely just a pure joy of like watching LFC uh, yeah. play on Saturday and not just pl- not just play. They dominated. They dominated that game. And I will say, after this, this game was way more entertaining and way more fun to watch than mm-hmm. the entire last season. Ooh. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say maybe it's a hot take. No, no, nah. dude, that game was so much fun to watch. That was the LAFC that we know about. Got much and more joy out of that. That yeah, and I still think that we haven't seen anything yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know, with these MLS power rankings being released by uh, LA, uh, excuse me, ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, MLS is yet to release theirs. Uh, I won't be surprised if, if LAFC is number one there, but I do agree with Jason Davis and the rest of the ESPN crew that LAFC is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now for number two. Uh, have Nashville at number two. Ooh, that's a little hmm. interesting. You know what I mean? Low interest- I don't know. I'm surprised. I'd rather see Columbus up there. Yep. You know? Maybe even, maybe it's too early to tell, but Austin, dude, you can't. Austin de- you can't, balled out, man. You can't deny a 5 0 win. Yeah, you, you can, no matter against it. who you yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, Shout Aust- out Driussi. Driussi. River Plate. Play the ball and move, man. Was playing in Russia. Got out of there. Just yep. in time. Just in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, you know, showing our loves and appreciation to all the folk in Ukraine, man. It's a terrible situation going down over there, and we hope all is get uh, situated as soon as possible, man, because war is never a joke, and no, war is never no, nothing no, to mess with, man. No one wins at the end of the day. Yeah, bro, just people suffering for a shed of blood, man. That's not cool. Um, Cecilio Dominguez is a, a baller. You got a brace. Man, man. Of the, uh, team of the week as well. Team of the week as well. So, yeah, this team of the week. Let's go and look at this team of the week once more. Uh... Vela, I assume he will get the player of the week. Player of the week. I mean, who else could we say that's in contention? You know, and plus it's by player vote. You know, oh, LA AFC Familia they always uh, come out with the vote on Twitter or whatnot. So that should be good to go. Let me go ahead and pull this up real quick. All right, so we got Joseph Martinez, which is again. Joseph Martinez going off between ACL, you know, coming back. Him in the same boat as uh, Carlos Vela, uh, you know, getting back in the root of things. Ilya Sanchez got also the nod. Uh, anybody on the bench for LAFC? No. But Chicharito, who scored the game winner against NYCFC, is on the bench. Mm. So that's a little bit of, uh, in a way, surprising, you know? Mm. Because if it's somebody like that. I mean, Raheem Edwards 
got us MLS. Uh, he got a team of the week start over Chicharito. Like that's kind of you know you could have easily done a. a eh. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess I get. I guess I agree with this. Now let's talk about my man Raheem Edwards, bro. What you got to say? Hmm. Let's not make it too personal. <laughs> I don't like that man no more. <laughs> In fact, I never liked him. Ooh. I never liked the man. Damn. All, with all due respect, I never liked this, his style of play. Mm. He was fast. Mm. That's it. That's it. Don't mean nothing, bro. Usain Bolt is fast. Don't mean he could ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Usain Bolt is fast. Don't mean he could ball. Raheem Edwards, he did a great play. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. He played good against NYCFC. I'll give him he that. He got a clean sheet. He got a clean sheet, which is something that LAFC haven't... I mean, excuse me, Galaxy. See, LAFC a lot of my mind. Mm. Galaxy I haven't been able to have in the past nine home games, I believe. They've had some problems yep. back there. But that man, he's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> not that guy, Not pal. that guy, pal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. Raheem, I'm so glad he left, and I'm so glad that now he's like the villain because now I got a reason to not support him, bro. Because with all due respect, be an even bigger Galaxy hater. <laughs> you just gave me a reason to go against this team, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> an extra reason. Yeah. Just the fact that he had the audacity, man, to say <laughs> Galaxy is a mecca of this league, mm. of the MLS. Mm. <laughs> you could take tomato. Tomato, tomato. You could take you and all your what you call drip Ooh. to Carson. Ooh. Not dri- even LA. And drip all that in the sewer, man, because my goodness, bro. All right. Anywho, <laughs> but yeah, I'm done with that guy. Mm-hmm. That's probably the last time we'll talk about him. Hopefully, I don't have to talk about him again. Not. Especially getting closer to April 9th. April 9th, the first derby, which is about a month away, bro. Mm-hmm. I am hyped. El Trafico. You know, LAFC played very well mm-hmm. on Saturday. Galaxy <laughs> played moderate, <laughs> decent. Not to the level that everyone was kind of expecting them. I'm hoping at least. Yeah, exactly. So, but again, overreaction Monday. Mm-hmm. We still got uh, plenty of weeks till April 9th. Uh, I want to say there's about three or four games until that uh, last um, World Cup qualifying window, the end of March. Mm-hmm. So there will be a week of stop play, I believe, mm-hmm. as everyone goes on to their respective national teams and head over to international duty. U.S. Mexico. Yeah, U.S. Mexico has me going. We're definitely gonna talk about that one. Yo. What you mean, bro? Uh, <laughs> we'll had to do a little watch party for that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's me going. Twenty-two West. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, Raheem Edwards. Oof, my goodness, bro. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Are we moving <laughs> on? Let's just, let's just. What else can we talk about? We got. What else we got on the agenda? Any callers that you guys want to call up? Let us know. Five six two nine eight five five one forty. Even if you want to talk smack about Raheem Edwards, that, that, that's that's welcome here. So what you what you think about the new midfield then? New midfield. We got no more uh, K. That's been for a while, but oh, that's what we should talk about. To be honest, K. Mark Anthony K. He had a great game. I thought he was playing really good. Well, in the first I, half. He was the first half. He was the definite facilitator. Yeah, the first half was definitely uh, was all Colorado. Oh yeah, all Mark Anthony K. He mm-hmm. played really well, and like he showed a bit of skill, man. Yeah, he has some techers in there. And like we were all, you know, there's that whole poetic justice, whatever the heck happened, mm-hmm. uh, with him, you know, splitting with LAFC, and it's like that's the business part that we don't see, that we don't really know about. Mm-hmm. But as fans, we could possibly take, oh, he didn't want to be with us. No, yeah. he did want to be with us, but you got business to handle. Same thing with Vela. It doesn't always work out, man. Exactly, man. And that's just the way it is. Now. To do him good, they sent him somewhere where he, you know, 
where he will benefit himself. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's the leader in that team, man. So I'm very happy yeah. for Mark Anthony K, uh, who may not know this, is, lives in Long Beach. Ooh. So shout out to him. He's an LBC man for sure. Shout out. Um, but yeah, he uh, you know it was very cool to see him play uh, this Saturday. Welcome back to the bank. LAFC also posted a you know a little tribute video to him mm-hmm. um, on Twitter. You know, saying like, oh, "Welcome back." Well you know, warranted. So, he, he had a good time here. Yeah, man. And again, his story was beautiful too. You know, mm-hmm. coming out of the USL Championship in Louisville City FC, or I believe that's her name. Um, you know, he was a guy who was on the come-ups, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, we, again, year one in 2018, there was all kids. Mm-hmm. Those kids are now men. Yep. You know what I mean? So, there's no... LEFC products. Yeah, exactly, bro. You can't say, like, somebody's a bust or whatever. Dude, look who were they... You want to know who a bust is? Uh, Fito Zelaya. Oof. Andre Horta. Mm-hmm. Andy Nahar. Okay. Those are... Keep it at that. <laughs> those are busts. Those are LAFC Black and Gold Bust certified mm-hmm. for sure. But none of these players that are doing good and doing good elsewhere, mm-hmm. that is what LAFC is about. No hard feelings. No hard feelings whatsoever. Hey, we're proud of you. Thank you for your service here at the club. You had a good time. Yep. Go do your thing out there, man. We're forever rooting for you, man. How many LAFC fans are not Palmeiras friends? <laughs> How I many hope L- not too many because <laughs> I don't like Palmeiras. <laughs> <laughs> How many LAFC fans are now rooting for Fenerbahce? True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many LAFC fans were tuning into the Spanish second division to watch Brian Rodriguez play? Almeria. Yeah. The support's always there. Always, bro, Angeles, no matter always what, man. Their own, man. And so, and little do people know, but our first caller in Los Angeles Saga Radio history Tony. Uh, was Tony. Shout he out. actually uh, got a signed jersey from Mark Anthony K. They Ooh. switched jerseys. So that was pretty cool uh, gesture on behalf of K. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo, Tony, call back. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just this is the developmental team right here, bro. And whether people like it or not, but you know, and it's very, it's a little rare to see developmental clubs become big winning clubs. Mm-hmm. And that's why people say, oh, we don't want this to be a developmental team anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we want the championship now. Yeah. Well, there is a way to do both. And right now, the person that's in charge is Chirundolo, mm-hmm. John Thornton at the helm up there, and then Marco Garces, who's a new football new uh, fella, new fella from Leon, Leon, yeah, football operations. And this is a great group of guys that we have that are leading this black and gold squad I agree. on the pitch and off front office. Yep, the I'm front office is intact and everything. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, when are you going to do things?" Well, I'll, things are done. I also heard from Garces a small quote in there. He's really looking to. Uh, Expand like youth in and Southern California, Los oh, Angeles. Oh, that's area. right. And bro, there is products here. There's like, a lot of products. There's a lot of young talent, Dude, but not even unfortunately, like- it's just for whatever reasons you could say pay to play, all these little aspects. But the youth is not. It's getting better, but it's not how it should be. Yeah, no doubt. And then not to be. I mean, I guess to be biased in a way, but and not to toot our own horn, but. Mm. The amount of talent, the amount of football talent that's here in Long Beach alone, mm-hmm. and all these high schools, uh, Wilson High, Long Beach Poly, oh, Long Beach Jordan, Cabrillo, Cabrillo Milliken, mm-hmm. these the Moore League in general, Lakewood. Uh, I'm gonna leave Compton out of that because, <laughs> you know what I mean. But there's a lot of talent here, man, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I'm really excited for this new initiative of for MLS. You know, the MLS Next, MLS Next Pro, yep. the academy system. Uh, after the developmental academy. Folded mm-hmm. is growing exponentially, mm-hmm. and I mean, again, unfortunately, that's because in the DA, 
there was a lot of clubs that were gone. There was 500 clubs and more and more. Mm. Now there's like up to 200. Mm-hmm. Not saying that a lot of, you know, t- competition not good, but less competition means more opportunities. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's, just, that's just how it works. More focus. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely excited for the future of soccer in the States in general. North America, because there's a lot of growth happening <clears throat> and... There's a lot of growth that people are like, oh man, mm-hmm. let's just get it done now. Well, I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. You gotta trust the process. Yeah, it's not just the United States. Canada is doing a lot. Canada, man, Jonathan top of the David, con- Alfonso Davies, Taj Buchanan. Yep. So some ballers. Some ballers going out there, man. Crepo. Crepo. Yep. That's the guy, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing how he performs this Sunday against mm-hmm. uh, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, uh, Portland. Hopefully, he doesn't have to get too active, but. I feel, I trust There's him. a possibility. I trust him. Portland is always a heated battle, man. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite uh, matches against Portland, other than that U.S. Open Cup game that I was establishing earlier, mm-hmm. had to be when we traveled in 2019 to Providence Park after, right? Like we opened their their stadium renovation, like they had fixed up the stadium, mm, nice. so they weren't playing there. So it was like their first game back at home. I want to see that stadium. One day. Yeah, I gotta go too, man. I heard it's beautiful, it man. Dope. We gotta go this year. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go right now. Uh, Saga wait trip. Let's get it. Yeah. For sure, fellas. Well, six minutes left here on the show. We're going to keep on going here and close it out. Very nice for you guys. But if anybody has any thoughts or any comments to make, you guys can go ahead and call us here at 562-985-5140. Once again, it's 562-985-5140. Yeah, LAFC against Portland this Sunday at 7 o'clock at the Bank of California Stadium. Game is going to be broadcasted nationally. Mm-hmm. On FS1, and you know how at least the end maybe to the end it probably there's a possibility yeah uh they were they were broadcasting the game on through the end of this past weekend yeah, and had, Twitter they had their own little oh Twitter really. yeah so Twitter. so every weekend uh the MLS broadcasts one or to the end like a game of the week yeah like a game of the week uh on Twitter. So that was one. That was the game of the week. I mean, that's great because it's accessible for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Some, some you know? people can't catch FS1 every day. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, screw the cable companies right now, man. Yep. You guys are taking my money for no reason. Cause yeah, come on, no, come on, doing too much. But yeah, there's a lot of. Let's see what other games that are going on. There should be some fun ones. Let's go ahead and take a look at the schedule, and we're gonna get more of a preview, guys, going into. Uh, this Sunday, we'll be going more broadca- uh, podcast style, excuse me, uh, for our Friday episodes, which will be on Spotify. This episode will also be on Spotify, of course, after it's edited. That um, you guys know right now, Monday is a clean on-air session where we, you know, communicate with the fans and integrate them as much as possible. All you listeners, thank you again for tuning in here to uh, 22 West Radio to listen to the Sanchez Saga Show. Um, but we will have a podcast on Friday's previewing the upcoming games monday is more like a review day review and it'll be on air yeah you know more organized fridays is going hat we're going <laughs> hammer bro we're going rampant you we're know going I mean? in we cooking people yep for example we have a big game between oh colorado and atlanta that should be a good one Ooh. colorado and atlanta uh on saturday and then right at the same time we have rsl versus seattle mm. which rsl that game against again let me pull it back up I was watching it too, and I fell asleep. That's how bad. I was it is. gonna say, honestly, despite us beating Rapids three zero, they weren't terrible. Like you would, you would a three zero win usually jumps out of the scoreboard, and you're like, oh wow, they they got dominated. But I don't think they were necessarily terrible. No, no, yeah, exactly. Colorado played really well. Mm-hmm. 
but they were outplayed. Yeah. That's simple about it, you know. They were outplayed they by us. They can't guard Vela, bro. And it wasn't even just Vela. That's that's the thing that I was worried about because, you know, oh, hat-trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody scored a hat-trick. Everyone's going for their ankles. Yep. They're all going to try to hurt him. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that after he scored that third goal, the rest of the game, he was playing possessional, mm-hmm. and he dropped, like, as a, as a 10. Yeah. Like a, like, a, like a false nine. false nine. Yeah, false yeah, nine. Yeah. So, like, he just was able to just receive the ball and mm-hmm. just, you know, somebody kick, move, pass it back. Kick back. Just keep the ball. They can't do anything if they don't have the ball, so. Exactly. So that was, like, whew. Yeah. Little Shout out Trendolo. Putting in those tactics. Too. Yeah, man. And again, the post conference, he was a uh, press conference right afterwards. He was saying that you know we got to keep going. You know we we learned a lot in this game and we enjoyed the game. We had a good time playing and we love the result that we have. We love the way we perform. Mm-hmm. But if we want to continue to win, we can't stop. Yep. Not to me. It's like this guy. I said to him as like more lovey dovey, more lenient. Mm-hmm. But this guy just brought off the the macho ness in him after this win, which mm-hmm. it's cool to see that side of him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like a honestly. I don't know. It's a bit too early, but he seems like a good coach. As far as like comparing to Broad Bradley, they might have different styles and stuff. Yeah, but I feel like that's good for a team sometimes. Like they need that change. They need to spark up again. You could definitely tell the style of play is very similar. You know, it's pretty much the same philosophy. Philosophy is very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the accolades as a player or whatever or not you know that's of course different you know steve uh Trendolo is a hall usa football hall of famer now mm-hmm. but the personalities that's what stands out the most mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the locker room coaching style the coaching style you know the, the way how you assess your team in the locker room that's a big deal uh and you know that's a big difference compared from barb Bradley during his time and Trundle in just the first few months with mm-hmm. the team so you know, again, still early, but that's mm-hmm. why it's called overreaction Monday because there's plenty to do here mm-hmm. uh, going we're, forward. We're here to overreact. That's what we. That's what we're here for. Exactly. Well, that'll do it for us here. We're gonna cut a little bit short, guys. We got some classes to attend to, but thank you again to listening or for listening to Los Angeles Saga. I am your host, Jerry Reynoso. Here with Jonathan Ortega at where John at on Twitter, and I am at JR four Y N O S O on all social medias. Again, this is Twenty Two West Radio, eighty eight point one FM, KKJZ HD three, Long Beach, Los Angeles. We'll see you guys next Monday here on Twenty Two West Radio. But also look out for our podcast this Friday night uh, on Spotify at the Los Angeles Saga Podcast Network. More details soon enough. More details soon enough. Thank you, everybody, and you guys all have a good one. Have a good day, Beach. Thank you.